Hello and welcome to the CFS Health Recovery Podcast. In today's episode, we are going to talk to you about the importance of baseline. I've got a special guest with me again, Dr. Olivia Lesner. She is our integrated medical consultant at CFS Health. Every single month, she does a lesson session inside our group for all our members. And we talk about anything from, you know, gut health, sleep, circadian rhythm, mindset i know you did a histamine one recently you did a headaches and migraines one recently like the list just always goes on and you always pull some really cool information research that's been done on those specific topics so super super excited to talk about this one with you because it's something that often isn't really talked about from a doctor and i love the fact that you speak to it quite a lot and it's something that I know since you've been part of CFS Health, you've, you've watched these people who have applied the baseline theory into their lives and you've seen the changes that they're actually getting as a result of it. So I'd love to speak to you about this. And I was wondering if we could start with that brilliant training that you have inside our program that I love so much. And I know it's a little bit outdated, but the theory of that hibernation, it just makes so much sense. And it speaks to that kind of, not too much, but not too little. And for anyone who wants to know what baseline is, basically from my point of view, and Liv, I'll get you to share yours too. A baseline is being able to do what you currently can do without feeling any worse than you currently do. So being able to do what feels appropriate and also not compromise your health any further than it currently has been compromised. Liv, for you, does that kind of make sense? Is that kind of similar to your theory? Yeah, so I think one of the most important things about baseline is being able to know yourself, read yourself, understand yourself, right? Because baseline can change from day to day. The analogy of baseline is actually very similar to histamine intolerance, where you have this bucket, right? And there's all this histamine going into the bucket, your food and, you know, exposure to pollens or whatever it is. And then there are all these holes in the bucket where the histamine is coming out and when the inputs are not exceeded by the outputs then all of a sudden it's going to overflow your bucket and that's like baseline right if you do too much and you're not recovering enough it's going to to be bad but because the bucket size can change day to day if you have good sleep for example the next day your bucket is slightly bigger you know if you have a joyous day with a friend, for example, your bucket might get bigger, or if you have a party, or no, not party, but if you're surrounded by people that is the inputs are just too much, your bucket gets smaller. So a baseline is exactly that. It's feeling into yourself, knowing what's right for you, being able to listen to your body appropriately. What can you do that's within your realm of possibility, physically, mentally, spiritually? right? And don't do more than that. Or you, cr well, a lot of our clients will crash, right? When they do yeah. That. So the whole point, and I should have explained that the whole point of a baseline is, so you stop having these yo-yo effects with your energy levels. So you stop pushing and crashing so much and compromising your health. Mm. And instead the baseline theory is here to help you stabilize your health, stabilize your energy levels, because if you're stabilized, you're not going to suffer as much. And we talk about the valley of death. So, you know, what happens is on a good day, if you don't have a baseline on a good day, what's going to happen is you feel so good. You go, oh my God, 
I haven't been able to do anything for the last two weeks. I'm going to do everything. I'm going to catch up with Mary for coffee. Then I'm going to go and do all the chores around the house. Then I'm going to do this, do that. And literally you peak, peak, peak right at the top. And then you just come crash, go below your baseline. And this is the dip where we call the valley of death. And it was a terminology used when I was learning about muscle adaptation. So when we train our muscles, we create micro tears but if we train too hard, we get macro tears and we don't want that because then that delays the recovery process and the regrowth process. But basically that valley of death is where the onset of symptoms come on. You know, you feel horrible. Your muscles are aching. You've got a headache, your glands are swollen. All these types of things kind of come on and then it takes, you know, anywhere from one day to one week to two months, whatever it is for you, depending on how severe you are currently at the capacity that you're currently at will be dependent on your recovery time. But as you get back to your then stabilized baseline, we want to avoid those pushes and crashes and we want to stabilize so then we can maintain and then progress, maintain yeah. and then progress. The hibernation research that you found around that, can you just explain that in a short form? So I think a lot of CFS patients kind of know this, right? They've come to CFS because of a shock, whatever that shock is, whether it was an emotional shock or a traumatic shock or a disease, like a, a viral, post-viral type thing. And essentially it is this, the safest, from an evolutionary perspective, the safest place for you is a cave. Doesn't matter if it's the plague or a saber-toothed tiger or winter, the safest place for you is a cave. And so, your body is going to do whatever it can to drive you into that cave. Lights become too bright, sounds become too loud, interactions with people just become overwhelming. You only want to be with those that make you feel safe. So your close family, for example, your close friends. Activity becomes too much. You basically go into a forced state of hibernation because your immune system, your autonomic nervous system, is so twitchy with fear because it's been assaulted once that it's trying to protect you it's trying to save you and it's trying to get you in that cave so what we're trying to do with baseline here on the basis of the hibernation research and all that is we're trying to give enough safety signals to the immune system to the nervous system and not having these pushes and crashes, because every time you crash, you re-trigger your nervous system, physically, emotionally, spiritually. So what we're trying to do is we're trying to stabilize you because then your immune system and nervous system can go, okay, maybe, maybe it is safe. Maybe it is okay for me to pop my head out, right? And if you're doing this consistently, you're essentially giving your nervous system a big hug, a regular basis. Because we're not talking about the prefrontal cortex here. We're talking about sort of the brainstem and cerebellum, the, the amygdala, the insula, like the sort of older structures where its priority is survival. Full stop, end of story. So layer caking those safety signals, regular meals, making sure that you're doing things that would say, I am safe and I am okay. Yeah, the I blood sugar levels, you're big on blood sugar levels. Like I think that's often overlooked of that eating frequently enough, fueling your system with energy, because that is a form of safety too. Yes, absolutely. Uh, hormetic stress is a stress which is negative in the short term, but it's positive in the long term. 
everybody's talking about hormetic stresses now you know saunas and ice baths ice and ho holotropic breathing and all that like that those are wonderful but those are wonderful for the average person the well person in people with chronic disease and people with cfs you have to just be that little bit more careful what signals are you sending to your body and can your brain handle the signals that you're trying to send does it understand that that short-term fasting isn't famine mm -hmm. the number of male patients i have who are well not cfs patients well patients who will lose their periods because their nervous system, their immune system is like, what is going on? Because they're doing extended fasting. Mm -hmm. And when you're going through extended fasting, if your prefrontal cortex is not truly engaged with the other parts of your brain, your autonomic nervous system, for example, it will think, wait, is this a famine? And if you are going through a famine, it is not the right time to procreate. You lose your period. Mm. It's, it's fascinating like, that you've seen that happen in real time. Makes total sense. This is why I love it so much because it just makes so much sense. That training that you did, it's one of the first trainings you filmed for the members. And from an evolutionary standpoint, it makes sense. But from a baseline aspect, it gives so much confirmation to the little by little becomes a lot. Consistency right. over intensity. Less is more initially. It doesn't mean you do nothing, but it doesn't mean you do everything. And so you've got to find that right you know, within your current capacity and over time as you are consistent. Yeah, slowly yeah, slow. open it out. Yeah. Right. I love it. Especially if you're listening to your body, right? If you're listening to your body and you know you're ready, you can open it up just that little bit. If you're starting with a new medication, you start low, you go slow. You don't start with the, the hero dose, right? You're going to cause some serious side effects. Mm. And then... Even when you take a smaller dose, your immune system is like, well, I remember that medication. No. And then you have nausea, blah, 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 blah. So you start super low, give yourself time to adjust. You increase that dose just that little bit. See how you go. Actually, if it doesn't agree with you, you drop back again, give yourself a little bit more time. Then you go, you know what I mean? Like that. And there are analogies everywhere for this. Yeah, it's perfect though. It's exactly what we teach. And I love how you mentioned the word spiritually. So I believe there's four aspects of progress we can make. It's physically, it's cognitively, it's emotionally, and it's spiritually. So in those endeavors is where we can progress. And so I believe that baseline is going to look different for everybody. Like don't think that, okay, I've got my baseline. So now I need to do movement every day. For you, if you're in stage one, movement shouldn't be the focus. Daily function should be the focus. Getting around the house, going from the bed to the couch, getting outside, coming out, quote unquote, the cave for you is going to be just daily life stuff. And then once that feels good, then you can look at structured movement, but you might be expanding yourself spiritually, you know, more connected with yourself. Where do you want to go in your life? What do you want to do or give? or receive to or from the world. It could be cognitively where you're starting to read a paragraph a day and then it will go to a page a day and then it will go to a chapter a day over time. And we see this all the time in our wins, in our Friday wins from all our clients. You know, I've gone from reading one paragraph to now reading three chapters a day. And it's like, it didn't happen overnight. It was exactly what you said. It was minimum effective dose, build up appropriately, as long as my health is maintaining, meaning that you're not going backwards, then you can continue to do that and keep progressing. It's when people's health isn't maintained that they're getting it wrong by progressing too fast, too soon, and it's not really working out for them. 
Yeah, so I mean, look, some of the questions that we get in the program are gonna be, how do we know we're ready to expand that bubble, right? How do we know when we're able to push ourselves? You guys are far better at answering those sorts of questions than I am because I never experienced CFS myself. But my thing is I get these questions about supplements. How do I in increase or whatever it may be? And, and at the end of the day, it's, do you feel ready? That's the first thing. Are you listening to body? Can you read yourself? Do you feel ready? And everybody that expanding this increasing baseline means going from being able to walk from the couch to the front door to then starting on one of Steph's amazing movement regimens or something like that. So we have like, just, well, just for the guys who aren't listening, who don't know, who aren't in our program, you know, we have a movement component and if you're transitioning from stage one, two, and three, we have a different movement structure for you, depending on where you're at. So pre-beginner, beginner, intermediate, all the way to advanced for those people who want to build a strong body and go into their different domains of physicality. But yeah, continue. Uh, yeah. You don't jump from one tier to another. This isn't a step progression. This is actually a slopey linear curve that does do little bits, troughs and valleys and stuff. And so instead of today, you do 15 steps. When you feel like you're ready to expand, that doesn't mean you expand from 15 steps to doing a hit session at the gym. You go from 15 <laughs> steps to, to 20, right? Or to 17. Yeah. Part of this, right, is actually because your body and brain don't really like change. Mm-hmm. Right. In other words, that's why it's very hard to lose weight because your hypothalamus sets the weight set point and it's going to fight tooth and nail to keep it at that set point. Because every time you change weight, there are lots of metabolic shifts that have to happen. So it will hold on and it will hold on and it will hold on. And it doesn't matter how much you're running, stopping yourself, it will hold on, hold on, hold on until it realizes that you were serious about that weight loss goal, <laughs> that weight loss message. And then it will go, oh, all right. Wow. And then it'll change that set point. Habit but track. heaven help you if you try to change that set point again, it'll be like, ah, 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 ah. And that's why every time you crash, doesn't matter if it's dieting or CFS or whatever it is, every time you crash, it makes it that much harder. Just that tiny bit harder to then try and change things again because your brain is, you know, hey, fool me once, shame on you, fool me twice, shame on me, right? So it doesn't like change because excess change, wild swings is not conducive for thriving as an animal. It's not conducive for that sort of stuff. We're not meant to be, you know, all over the place. So it right. much prefers systems and it much prefers schedules and it much prefers the same thing you know circadian rhythm yes and all of this is part of your baseline if you're listening at home you know mm. your sleep your nutrition the times you're eating your meals, the time that you're moving the time that you're chilling the time that you're resting the time that you're mm. social it all kind of matters one thing i would just add on to what dr olivia said about progressing she said it's really that you do you feel ready and one of the things we teach our members inside our program is this thing of if you want to progress or if you're ready to progress, it won't feel forced. So a lot of people yeah. want to force progress and it doesn't work. You can't come from a place of force. It needs to come from a more grounded approach of in your body. Does it feel appropriate to do this? 
And it's a pretty straightforward answer. It's hard if you've never listened to your body before and you've just been so headstrong for so many years, which we get a lot of clients like that, type A personalities, overachievers. But yeah, it's one of those things of tuning in, knowing what to do, when to do it is really a key component. And less is more, it's just initially, it's just for stage one to stabilize. It's really just to stabilize. Once you've stabilized, then it's time we can talk about progressing and not doing less is more all the time. Because at the end of the day, there's energy in your system that needs to be used. It's just that for such a long time, you've used energy that hasn't been there. And so that's the difference. And that's why baseline is so important. Is there anything to add, Liv, before we wrap up about baseline? No, I think, yeah, you know, at the end of the day, baseline is quite a nuanced sort of thing. You know, even though this is something that we bang on about quite a bit, there are still lots of permutations, right? So clients always have questions about it. Yes. So I think to try to under wrap your head around baseline, you got to try it. You have to sort of get in the program. You got to try and do the baseline, find your baseline, push the baseline. I love what you, you said. Do it. Consistency, you know, like it's not about doing it for a week. The mm -hmm. weight loss thing was really fascinating to me, what you just said before, because I'd never thought of it mm -hmm. like that. But really what it is, is habit tracking, breaking patterns that haven't served you and then creating new ones that take time. And it takes lots of time. And in fact, there was a study a few years ago, which actually showed, I'm talking about obesity now, but anyway, there was a study that showed a few years ago that the brain was still pumping out metabolic signals to try and increase weight whether it's leptin or ghrelin or one of these other hormones, right? Your brain was still pumping out these signals 18 months after the participants had lost weight. Wow. So 18 months after, your brain is still wanting you to go back to where you were. At this stage with this particular study, it didn't go any further, but they were like, whoa, 18 months later, and the brain's still asking you to put on the weight that you lost, right? Fascinating. Anyway. Fascinating. Mm. So remember, less is more initially. <clears throat> it's not forever though. People confuse that and they do too little and then they become deconditioned. Their immune system gets more compromised and you wonder why you're still not getting anywhere. I have to quote Dr. Lionel Lubitz, who was the doctor who wrote the forward for my first book. He said to me many years ago, Toby, you can either do too little or too much. You have to find the sweet spot. Mm -hmm. And I love that. And you got to factor in everything, sleep, Stress, physical load, emotionally, spiritually, what's going on for you, relationships, all that, that needs to be factored into your baseline. It's not such a black and white. And for all you type A personalities and black and white people, it's so hard. It's like, but just yeah. tell me the one thing. It's like, no, we are telling you the one thing. This is you need to relax, loosen the grip and actually do it. You know, yeah, you, uh, you got to lean into it, lean into it. Thank you so much, Liv. Really appreciate You're it. You're welcome. Talk to you all soon. Bye for now. All right. Bye. I hope you found this episode of the podcast really, really helpful. Here are three ways we can help you whenever you are ready. So first of all, we have a free information group on Facebook. And so if you do have a Facebook account, make sure you go and join that group. There is strictly no negative venting. It's a very supportive, uplifting group. And there are some great trainings in there that can help you get started with your recovery. So it's called the CFS Health Recovery Information Group. There's a link here anyway, so click that link and join it. The second thing is we have a bunch of free trainings that will really help you understand where you're at, but also help you move forward. So we're gonna leave a bunch of free trainings for you. So click on that, we'll send it to your email, and obviously you can watch them in your own time. 
And thirdly, we've just created a 15 minute chat link. So if you're someone who's like, man, this sounds really good. This is really helpful. I really want some personal help. And you want to have a step-by-step plan that will help you go from where you're at to where you want to be. We have opened up a few spots to have a 15 minute call, no strings attached. Basically this call is to see if or how we can help you. If we can, we'll be able to share with you some information on what that would look like. And if we can't, we'll send you some free resources that will help you if you would like to do that. So we're going to leave a link below. You can book in your 15 minute call. This is not a coaching call. So don't expect to get coaching in a 15 minute call. This call is really to have a conversation around you, what you need help with, and whether or not we can work together to help you get the results that you want. So if CFS Health, the mentorship program sounds something you're interested in, but you're just not quite sure about it yet, this is a perfect opportunity to book in that call, have a chat, and then of course we can go deeper if this is something that you would like to do. Hope you found the podcast helpful. Please leave some love, especially on the YouTube channel. Go and comment on the videos that you found helpful and appreciate all your support. And we look forward to speaking with you soon. All the best for now. Speak to you soon. Bye.